0: Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I'm happy that we have a poem submission from Hilda Oro. And this piece is entitled, Help. Now more than ever. The dimness of your soul cries out. Now more than ever, I need something more tangible to survive on. Now more than ever, how long will you be out of tune with me? How long will I sit here and watch you not be who you were created to be? Now more than ever, how long will you keep ignoring? How long will you keep living in the noisiness of the flesh? How long will you be comfortable being far away from home? Don't you hear your heart cry out to you? Don't you hear the teeny bits of yourself struggle to be seen and connect with? Now more than ever, we were created to be in sync and not ruled from the flesh. More than ever, I want you to hear me Now more than ever, I want you to sit here with me. There's sameness here. There's peace here. There's passion here. There's compassion here. Now more than ever, like the tides of the ocean coming and going, there's stillness in just connecting with me. It's all right to just sit here sometimes. There are ideas here. Now more than ever, I know external help is good, but start from right here, will ya? You have all the help you need to start right here. Look around. Now more than ever, you will sit back. Will you sit back and keep waiting for saving somewhere or the permission to listen to within? Because I'm right here waiting for a chance to be looked at again. A cry for help to return home to oneself. Oh my goodness, Hilda, this is absolutely beautiful. Thank you for reminding us to tune in to ourselves. Sometimes we are searching so much out there, looking so desperately for external connection while we have lost sight of ourselves. And we know that relationships can be healing and healthy and an important part of life. And at the same time, we want to be tuned in to our truth, to authenticity, to stop silencing ourselves. And so Hilda, thank you so much for sharing your poem. And if others have poems or vows you want to share with our community, send them to homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. And Hilda's poem really connects with our topic for today, which is self-abandonment. What are the ways that we have abandoned ourselves and thinking about what that has cost us over the long run and the desire to really come home to yourself? to become more clear about who you are and what you need. So I invite us to take a moment of sacred pause to think about the ways that we have left ourselves behind. Sometimes we leave ourselves behind in pursuit of other people so busy trying to be who they want us to be that we lose sight of the truth of who we are. Sometimes we have abandoned ourselves because we are seeking money or reputation or validation and we have not really sat with the stillness and the truth of what do I actually think about myself and about this life that I am creating? What do I really feel and need and want What is this path that I am on instead of mindlessly following others or following trends or following media mindlessly? But I want to be present. I want to be awakened. I want to be tuned in. I want to be rooted and grounded. I want to be clear, right, to move from a place of clarity, so some of you may see that title, self-abandonment, and wonder, should I skip this one? Does this one apply to me? And I want you to know there are numerous ways that we can abandon ourselves. So sometimes we abandon ourselves by people pleasing, as I named before, when what other people think and their interest, their values, cause us to walk away from our values and what we believe and what we know. We abandon ourselves by hiding parts of ourselves. And so when we don't tell ourselves or others the truth about what we feel, about what we think, that's a form of self-abandonment. If you dilute yourself, if you try to disguise yourself in order to be acceptable to others. So you aren't really free to sit, to share what your interests are, what your goals are, what your aims are, what are the things that bring you joy if you are perpetually censoring yourself with everyone and perhaps even with yourself, right? When When I don't tell myself the truth, That is a form of self-abandonment. Another way that we can abandon ourselves that we often see with those of us who are trauma survivors is not trusting yourself, not trusting your instincts or your wisdom or your intuition or your spirit, not trusting the voice within. So if I am perpetually doubting, second-guessing, asking other people to make my decisions for me, assuming everyone else is wiser uh, or better uh, than I am, then that is a way of demonstrating that I have left myself behind, that perhaps mistakes of the past have made me perpetually doubt myself or verbal and psychological abuse that taught me and told me Uh, that I am less or that I am inferior. Or perhaps when you trusted someone and then got your trust broken, then you may say, I can't really trust my judgment or my decision making, and so a part of healing, when we think about it from uh, the muharista perspective, looking at the psychology of Latinas and the Latinx community, Dr. Lillian Diaz talks about one aspect of healing is for you to reconnect with your intuition to reconnect with trusting yourself, with not ignoring those internal alarms, not ignoring what you feel and what you think, or always putting other people's thoughts and feelings above your own. We also abandon ourselves with perpetual self-criticism, being judgmental and harsh with ourselves, and being perfectionistic. So when... I am never pleased with myself when no matter how hard I work, no matter what I attain, I'm not even able to give myself permission to celebrate what I have done. Instead, I am constantly thinking, you know, how I should have done it better, how I could have done it better, how if someone else was doing it, it would have been better. And so when you are not able to celebrate yourself, to even recognize and see your wins, uh, that is an aspect of self-abandonment. When we ignore our needs, psychological, emotional, spiritual, and even physical, that is a form of self-abandonment. So if we are never resting, if we are ignoring our hunger cues and we have money to eat, we have resources for food, but we are tuned out of our own physical rhythms and needs, that is a form of self-abandonment. And so I invite you to think about what are the ways that you have abandoned yourself spiritually, physically, emotionally, Let me also add financially, right? When I, now it's one thing, of course, when we're just dealing with tight budget or living with the realities of poverty, that is just a reality. But in terms of our own actions, are there any things that I am doing in terms of how I am approaching the resources I have that set me up for more stress, that set me up for more lack, that set me up to be uh, vulnerable and dependent on those who I know do not care about me. And so there are definitely systemic issues that we have to address uh, as a society in each of our different nations that are listening to deal with the barriers to access our resources. And in addition to that, are there ways in which, because of what I observed growing up or what I was never taught, that I am contributing to and or creating additional strain for myself and making it even more difficult to take care of myself. When I do not act in accordance with my values, That is a form of self-abandonment. And so there are some beliefs and values that each of us have. But do I put my values out of the window because I want to be in relationship with people who don't hold those values or I want to be esteemed by people who don't hold my values? So when I get around certain people at work, then I act in a way that is incongruent, that does not match what I truly believe, that when I am in a dating arena or trying to make friends, that I leave myself behind hoping to be chosen, hoping to be selected, hoping to be deemed worthy. And so have I left my values behind in order to adopt or to pretend to adopt the values of other people. And then finally, I'll just say around the different ways we may abandon ourselves is not speaking up for ourselves. And so when people are crossing boundaries or are engaging in ways that we don't like and we silence ourselves because we don't want to hurt their feelings, right? We we want them to be happy with us. We want them to be pleased with us. And we are willing to sacrifice our own peace, willing to sacrifice our own joy, willing to sacrifice our own comfort so that we do not make other people uncomfortable. And so I recognize that that tendency can come from growing up in a household where you were emotionally responsible for other people, perhaps uh, you were the emotional caretaker of your parents or guardians. Perhaps you were the emotional and even material provider for your younger siblings. And so you may have learned to silence yourself and to always put everyone else first. And while, you know, it can be beautiful to be generous, to be loving, to be caring, caring to take perspective, all of these. Characteristics are beautiful, but when everyone else's needs and wants and values always come before your own, then we can consider what are the ways I have left myself behind and ended up perhaps for years operating in a way that is a devaluing and a demeaning and perhaps even disrespectful of myself right? Of my heart, of my mind, of my body, of my spirit. So I invite you to think about what are some of the reasons why you have engaged in these behaviors? Why have you abandoned yourself? Uh, Whether in relationships, at work, or even in terms of not giving yourself the truth, not telling yourself the truth. And so as we think about why and how we have done these behaviors to ourselves, we want to think about learning to trust ourselves. And the way I start to learn to trust myself is in the doing, right? It cannot simply be a mental exercise, but as I start to try even on smaller topics to make decisions for myself, to not just go to what do Other people think I should say or do, but to say for this one, for this decision that is coming up, I'm going to really reflect within. And even if I decide to check in and get other people's thoughts, because it's wonderful having a wisdom circle. It's beautiful to have friends and family and partner. We just want to be mindful that we are not consistently highlighting their voices and erasing our own. Yes. So you want to really start to think about practicing speaking up for yourself. And in order to do that, it really is going to be important to start with telling yourself the truth. And so beginning to check in, it can be with self-reflection. You can do it with journaling. You can explore your feelings and needs and thoughts through the expressive arts. So visual art, writing songs, writing poetry, dance and movement can be ways of tapping in and tuning in with what do I really feel about that? What do I notice shows up when I am engaged in a particular way? Do I feel more stressed or do I feel more at ease? Does this actually bring me joy or is it only obligation? And I have taught myself to only enjoy when I am making other people happy. So yes, it can be beautiful to bring joy to the lives of others, but when we have lost or never had the capacity or the permission to give ourselves joy, to give ourselves peace, to prioritize our mental and physical health, then we have left ourselves behind and this can be very destructive. So it can have negative consequences for your physical health, for your mental health, and perhaps even your spiritual health. So I invite you to begin thinking about as you tell yourself the truth, about your values, your beliefs, your desires, your needs, to begin setting boundaries. And so I've said in a prior episode that no can be a holy word, a sacred word. And so what is it in this season of my life that to live more authentically and to not abandon myself? What are the ways I need to choose me? And as I choose me, what do I need to say no to? As I choose my health and my wellness, what are the obligations or relationships that I need to release so that I can live from a place of truth and live from a place of clarity? It will also be important to give yourself permission to be different, right? The reason we often abandon ourselves. And so in order to be acceptable to others, We have to be mindful that I have to really give myself permission to be okay with rejection. Those of us where it will feel like the world ends if someone doesn't like us, if someone doesn't approve, if someone doesn't celebrate us. And so a part of my homecoming is getting to the place where it is important to me. It is a value of mine to live from a place of truth, of honesty, of authenticity. And I recognize that for me to be my authentic self, some people aren't going to like me right? So I have to really come to a place of peace with that. If not, every time someone does a facial expression or says something that lets me know they don't approve, then I will quickly fall in line. And to fall in line with what they want is to leave myself behind. And so I am hoping for you that you will get to the place where you can be so committed to living authentically that you are prepared for some rejection, right? Not that extreme of saying, I don't care if anyone likes me. I don't care about people. I don't need people. I hate people, right? That goes to another extreme. So yes, we can enjoy connection. We can uh, enjoy relationship. We can communicate about our differences. And at the same time, that I am not always willing to be a puppet for everyone else. I am not willing to surrender my own song so I can sing a song other people approve of. I am not willing to surrender my dance, my pen, my fire, so that people can pat me on the back and say, good job. That I have decided at this point in the journey that leaving myself behind has cost me too much. It cost me time. It cost me peace. It was a sacrifice that was really life altering. And so when I come to this season of wanting to claim myself, my life, my joy, my wellness, my peace, then I am ready. I am ready to be okay with me recognizing that some people will not be okay with the me that I choose to be. And yet, and still, I'm still choosing her. I am still going to be her. And so I hope on today that you will begin to be honest with yourself about the ways in which you are unique, the ways in which you are one of of a kind, the ways in which you don't fit in everywhere. And that's okay. That is the beauty of your own soul, right? That your soul has a particular imprint there. Uh, There's a way in which you show up to life that is not like everyone else. And that's a good thing. And so I will not abandon myself for other people's approval anymore, anymore. I am grateful as we think about choosing ourselves, valuing ourselves, being intentional about living from that place of authenticity. And I will say that we want to also do that from a place of self-compassion. We often think about compassion for others, and that is important. And we also want to think about compassion for ourselves, to really consider what are the ways that I can be more gentle with me, right? We said that a part of self-abandonment can be being harsh and judgmental uh, about yourself. And so when I turn inward, my gaze inward, and look at myself, my feelings, my thoughts, my decisions, my gifts, my frailties, my faults, that I look at that honestly and... From a place of self compassion and from a place of love and from a place of tenderness, right? Because when I discard myself, when I find myself unacceptable, unlovable, unworthy, then I have left myself, my inner child and my adult self. I have left all of that behind because I have deemed myself to be unworthy of my own care, hmm. right? You don't want to get to a place. It's one thing when we say, oh, this person didn't treat me well, or this poor person was not caring, or this person wasn't compassionate. What are the ways I have not been caring toward myself? What are the ways that I have been harsh with myself? What are the ways I've been judgmental of myself. What are the ways I have fired me? Right? And so I hope on today you will choose you again or for the first time. I hope on today that you will see yourself through the eyes of compassion and tenderness. That perhaps you will even want to forgive yourself for the seasons of self-abandonment and to understand the experiences in your life that led you to that self-abandonment, whether the trauma, the abandonment of others, the stress and strain of life, grief, disappointment. These are a number of the pathways that lead us to self-abandonment. And so we recognize those, you may even grieve those, And then we embrace today as a new opportunity, a new opportunity to tell myself the truth, a new opportunity to live from that place of truth, a new opportunity to learn what it looks like to love others without leaving myself behind, to learn and discover what it can look like to pursue my professional or academic or educational goals without leaving myself behind. Discovering for the first time or remembering what it means to walk on your spiritual path, your psychological journey without leaving yourself behind. I hope wherever you're going that you take yourself with you. If you arrive to your destination and recognize you had to leave yourself to get there, it was not worth it. You are deserving of the return journey to go back and get yourself, get your voice, get your heart, get your passion, get your interest, get your time, get your truth, get yourself back. I hope on today you will choose you and to know it will be a roller coaster, an imperfect journey, because often we are used to the abandonment and the self honoring and the self choosing may be new and awkward and you may be out of practice with it, but that we will be gentle with ourselves as we learn, as we learn how not to leave ourselves behind. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.